What it do?
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duncan Robinson, by the way, I thought played like shit most of the series. Oh, yeah. Showed up big time in game six. So did Iggy, Iggy man. He yeah, has been... Iggy. Oh my five threes? X-Men, five yeah. threes? I was if the Celtics had beaten the Celtics or if the Celtics had beaten the Heat after that Iguodala game, I would have felt really good going into game seven. But that was just the whole team was just too much to handle in the fourth. Tyler Harrow. Yeah. Great. That's big a future buckets. star. I, I hate uh, we talked about it before, but I'm just gonna reiterate it. I just hate I read all of them, these trade articles on Bleacher Report, and I hate Obviously, every trade that's a Gordon Hayward for Miles Turner, that's a that's a negative, despite how Gordon Hayward played the series. He was hurt. Miles Turner is not a better player than Gordon Hayward, not even close. And the Tyler Harrow and Kendrick Nunn and wh- whoever salary filler for Drew Holiday is another bad trade. Well, how are you going to trade Tyler Harrow, who's clearly like a future <laughs> all-star, in my opinion, like so to, to someone who hasn't made an all-star game and I don't even know how long, if ever? Yeah, that's just. So I, I I don't stupid. think I think the Heat they really are. I don't think they're gonna look to trade anybody. Anybody that's to me and who's the top seven players on the team. I think I don't think they're tradable. I don't think Goran is gonna be traded. I think Goran's gonna be re-signed to a nice yeah. two-year deal until we figure out what we need. De- then until we figure out who we can get to can fill that scoring void. I think the Heat are just gonna sit pretty until Giannis makes his decision on whether he's gonna re-sign or not. I yeah. think that's the I think that's what the Heat are waiting for as far as roster moves go, because I think if we get Giannis, we're gonna win another title, no oh, doubt yeah, about the, it with this the, squad. The twenty twenty, no doubt about yours. it. Yeah. Giannis with our training staff and our coaching, he's gonna be insane. I think it will literally take his, what what happened to LeBron. Like when LeBron got to Miami, he wasn't a three point shooter. He didn't shoot the three that well. All he did was get, run to the basket. He didn't have a post game. Comes to Miami, loses that first title. Goes in the lab. Co- goes with Hakeem Olajuwon works on his incredible post game that what it is now and then next season works on the three during the season and then in the playoff in the playoffs and then in the finals he like he was killer man like you gotta you gotta if you want to be great in the league you have to take risks and you have to know what your situation is like Leonis is obviously not going to get any better with the bucks sorry i don't think that training that coaching staff or that training staff is ready to to and, or has been like this is their first star player and who knows how long I can't even oh, tell yeah. you the last star player like the heat are known for like training like we you're gonna come you're gonna be the most in shape player you're gonna be you're gonna be the best best well like most coached player you're gonna like we're gonna take you into the lab we're gonna develop your game like there's no it's a no lose situation if he comes to the heat like there's other teams like that I think the Spurs are like that I think I would say the Spurs and the Heat are the only team that are really like well or good at progressing players to the next level. Now, now can but, I run a scenario by you? Mm-hmm, sure. That that might not make you happy, but gives me a, a a little bit of potential hope. Okay. If Giannis is the competitor that I think he is, let's look at it this way: the Heat sent him packing. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't want the Kevin Durant treatment, he probably shouldn't go to the Heat. But Giannis mm, I, I did agree. beat the Celtics. So you would get some media hate just because you joined a Boston team. We just both know that's how it is. But <laughs> you, no one could say that you jumped onto the winning if, ship. No one could say that. So, but what would you, I don't know if Giannis works on the Celtics. 
as well as oh, he would. He, he works on the Celtics. He's fine. Because <laughs> he, he could just be the center at that point. He could be center. He could be small forward. He could be fucking whatever. Like, Giannis is a player that truly doesn't have a position. So you're not going to get like the fucking shitty Mike Budenholzer treatment where you have to play forward Giannis or you know we'll give you a couple center minutes here and there but like basically everyone's the same like the Celtics and the Heat for that matter both have a relatively positionless style of basketball and they at least have players that do different things Mm -hmm. so that they can adjust to situations like that this was a master class in coaching I think on both sides where yeah I mean obviously Brad figured out that zone I mean like like the zone, they like the the heat zone was like Swiss cheese. Like the last two games up to like that fourth quarter, the game six fourth quarter, where I I'm not sure yeah. what happened. Well, I think the I'm not sure just what just launched from the three point line. I think they yeah. got too nervous and they just yeah. they were rushing shots when they they got punched in the mouth and they just got they got dizzy. They started wobbling and they didn't mm. make the right plays. Yeah, I I, I think Brad. I think Brad did his best. I mean, the players just have to go out and execute the game plan at that point. Yeah, yeah. Brad Stevens getting a lot of shit, and from some people, and I, you know, people give Danny Ainge some shit too, and people give players shit. I don't think it's really on anyone too much. I mean, if you're looking at it from the Celtics perspective, yeah, they were the favorites in Vegas, but that's because they're the Boston team. You know, everyone always mm-hmm. bets for the Boston team, and at least in this situation, Boston versus Miami. But Miami. We talked about that the level of talent isn't that different. And the Heat have more veteran experience. They have two all-stars as well. They have a great coach. They have a great front office. They have a great training staff. They have all yeah. of these great things. And they just have more veteran leadership and more experience. And I think that was the big difference. Yeah. Whereas I mean, Spo has coached in, what, in a two NBA finals, coached through a playoffs. He has, yeah. like, way more ex- playoff experience. He's been there before, I think. Brad is this is a this is a big stepping stone. I think this could either this is this has to be the big stepping stone for the Celtics going forward. Like I don't like if you get to this point again next season, you're in the conference finals, you should win it. Yeah. I don't care who you if as you're playing if you're moves. playing KD in the in the Nets and like they're all and they're hot, then I would say like all right, you're playing against KD, but Right. It all depends on how he comes who, back. Yeah. But I still yeah. think the Celtics should beat the Nets. I think the Heat should beat the Nets. I think the Bucks should beat the Nets. All of those teams should be able to get past the Nets because you're dealing with a team that's going to be figuring each other out. KD and Kyrie, I'm sure, will have some chemistry, but you got to figure out what the rest of the team is going to look like around them because you know there's going to be some new faces in there. And then you also have Steve Nash as a first-year head coach. You should. Yeah. I, the Celtics should at least not get outcoached, and they no. shouldn't get outplayed. If they get outshot, that's one thing because you got yeah. Kyrie and, and KD there, but you should not get outplayed and you should not get outcoached. Yeah, that's that's facts right there. I Same think it's the, a, the Eastern Conference going forward is a four it's a four team it's a four team league right now, barring any surprises. Yeah. But it's that, Heat, Celtics, Nets, Nets Bucks. Bucks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the finals. I am very excited. So many storylines in this in this finals. We got Pat Riley going against LeBron. Pat Riley facing his old team, his old squad, his old franchise that he pretty much he put the he put the Showtime Lakers. He he that he was a conductor of that whole thing. And uh, you got Miami, LeBron against the Heat, the team that he uh, the won his first championship with. I know he still has heart. He still loves the Heat. You can tell. Oh yeah, no, no doubt about it. That's no his. Blood. That's his college team right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. 
it's going to be really i am very excited i don't i'm not gonna i'm not sure who's gonna i'm not gonna say lakers in seven or heat in six or seven i'm just gonna watch it as it unfolds i'm very nervous i mean like today is the last day where i can like go go a day without being really nervous i'm gonna be nervous all day tomorrow i'm gonna be a bundle of nerves i hope the heat can get off to a hot start if we can win game one then i'm like we got we can do it but we gotta it's uh, spo spo has to has i'm not sure what they're gonna do if, if we're gonna continue the zone over which i think we should continue bring over the zone again just uh tweak it a little bit make sure the guys understand the rotations and players because i don't think the lakers have the shooting yeah let, yeah let contavious caldwell pope and alex caruso beat you <laughs> Yeah, we'll just take and also I hope Myers Leonard gets some minutes this in the finals, just because we're gonna need people to foul Dwight Howard. We're gonna need we're gonna need bodies, and I think yeah. Myers and Myers also can shoot. He's he's he 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 can shoot a three. He's good for one three a game, and I think if we can bring Myers Leonard in to close out the first half, I I'd be happy with that. I think he he hasn't played at all in the bubble, maybe once a couple of times, but. He he's he has six fouls he can use. Let's use four of them against Dwight. <laughs> yeah. You know it surprised me, and I wonder if he'll see it again in the finals. But the uh, the Solomon Hill minutes caught me off guard. Yeah, it was weird because we were bringing Solomon Hill instead of Kelly. Kelly hardly played the last yeah. two games. Well, I guess it was just a defensive liability there. Yeah, and the the Celtics know how to cook Kelly. <laughs> yeah, they want. I, I think Kelly Kelly is definitely going to make a return for these finals. That is for sure. Bro, I can't. I was really hoping that the series goes seven so we can get another game seven Kelly Olenek moment. Let's <laughs> go off for 30. On go off for 30, baby. I can't yeah. wait. I love him to hit a dirt fade away over LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and also it's weird how like the, the whole, whole, whole viewpoint of the Lakers totally switched. Like before the playoffs even started, like people were like, oh man, the Lakers could get, could get uh, upset by the Portland Trailblazers in this play in the playoffs. They're like they they're playing horrible. They're not shooting well. They're like one of the worst bubble teams. And they just come out and like they win. Like they lost what three games? Yeah, in the playoffs? They, they they look. Yeah, they've looked great. So they've only lost. They've won every series in five, I think. Yeah. So I, I part of me always goes to the conspiratorial mindset of like, did they? just build this narrative and did the Lakers play shitty just so because they had it locked up and they really had nothing to lose because they won every game that they had to win yeah and I wonder if they just built this narrative so that way they could be like no one believes in us we did it (laughs) shut up like you're the betting favorites everyone believed in you I don't want to hear that if they win I do not want to hear that even though I'm picking them to lose don't want to hear no one believed in them obviously people believe that any team with LeBron (laughs) will win yeah I mean, I think LeBron just uh, he he literally just uh, showed. I, I mean, you know, it's LeBron, man. I mean, he's gonna show for the big games. He's never gonna shy away from the limelight. He played a fantastic game five against the Nuggets, scored thirty eight. I hope we have. I think I'm not, I I look. We just got the way you beat LeBron is you got to make him shoot it. You just got to make him shoot it. Just take him away from the basket. Take him away from his free throws. Just got uh, and uh, God, I'm so nervous, dude. I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't. I, I think this I, moment is what makes the Iggy pick so valuable because you yeah. got two guys that went against each other for a while, and like Iggy kind of knows how he yeah. rolls. Yeah, I think. Uh, God, I really. It's I'm gonna really be a good final for the man. Heat. I'm. I'm really. I'm really rooting for them. Yeah, 
Excuse you. I know why you're rooting for it because you don't want the Lakers to get that next chip and Fuck, tie you with the Celtics. It's not because I don't even give a shit. They could win the next three, and I wouldn't really care about who has the most titles because I've only watched one in my lifetime. So yeah. I'm already used to the Lakers being the better team in my lifetime. True. But the fans are insufferable. And yeah. as much as I've like declined my internet usage on like social media platforms and shit like that, I can't escape it. I won't be able to escape all the comments and shit. Especially mm. given that our good buddy Jordan likes to keep me privy to all of the people talking shit about the Celtics online. So <laughs> Which I always I always love and ask for. Yeah, Heat Celtic, uh, Heat Lakers. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an interesting one. I think. Well, this whole bubble thing has been a great experience. As a fan, I've enjoyed it. I don't think we'll ever see this ever again until oh, the next no. pandemic. Yeah, until <laughs> next until pandemic terror alert orange uh, next year. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I, I hats off to the NBA for doing a great bubble. Like. No, there was never any like doubts. There's no, never a positive COVID test. All the player, uh, if there was a player who left, they handle it swiftly. Great job by the NBA. Great job by Adam Silver and the Players Association, Chris Paul and stuff by just uh, rallying around and getting this thing going. Yeah, I will say though, I can't wait for fans to come back in full. I really like a lot of those those moments would have been awesome to see with fans. Like you think of like the band block and the AD buzzer beater and the OG Ananobi buzzer beater, all that shit. I mean, just the nuggets coming back twice down three, one. That was awesome. Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray's start. Like we, you and I both were pretty hot on Jamal Murray. Like I think the last two seasons, but now he's finally had his coming out party. Yeah. He's officially like a star in the league. Like it's I think the NBA going forward, I think this was a good thing. I really do. Yeah, and with the way things are going now, too, I mean, it looks like there's not going to be too much player movement to really tilt the scales in any mm-hmm. particular direction. If anything, it's just going to be even more competitive next year, too. So, yeah. I mean, this final should be great, and then next year we have another really good year to look forward to, which is pretty cool. It's a good time to, to be a basketball fan. For sure. Uh, now moving on to the NFL. What a week of NFL games. Started off with my Dolphins beating the Jaguars. Surprisingly, 31-13. to I was shocked by how well the Dolphins played. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked so good. I think he had a plus. He was His his quarterback rating was, I think, the best it's been with since, since he's been a Dolphin. Uh, don't see Tua starting anytime soon. I told you, I, Tua has been so engaged on the sidelines. Like whenever Ryan Fitzpatrick comes off, he's right there talking to him. Ron Wiring's Fitzpatrick touched on on the touchdown. Like while they're driving, he's actually on the sidelines watching. Like some quarterbacks just sit down and watch. Don't even like watch the game. Just uh, chat with players. He's actually engaged. I think we see two. I, I still think we see two at some point this season. I don't think it's going to be anytime soon. Yeah, but, Tua is going to be a stud, though. Um, yeah. I think uh, December, he might get the call. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I still don't see the Dolphins getting in, although that was a good win against the Jags. Maybe the Jags are as bad as we thought they were. We thought that Maybe. they might be a little bit better. Uh, so, remains to be seen. We'll see. But the Dolphins have played decent, though. They didn't get blown out by the Pats. They did not get blown out by Buffalo. It was actually pretty close at the end. Yeah. So, they I can mean, hang it's around. Just, and also, they they have like relatively no penalties. They're not killing themselves. They're playing really disciplined football, yeah, which I I love. Brian Flores is coached. Yeah, they are they are a well coached team, well disciplined. 
Then we had a stinker of a game with 49ers and Giants. What a garbage game. God, the Giants are a disgrace. There's Just, no excuse <laughs> to, to even lose that game, yeah, let alone get bit blown shit out. out of you at home. Yeah, and I, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and Cousin Sal, he said uh, 40% of the 49ers' salary cap was a playing today. Only 40% oh, was wow. playing today. That is an insane statistic. I, I I honestly have I have no words for the Giants. I think they're one of the top two worst teams. <laughs> yeah, well, them and the Jets. Them and the yeah, Jets, man. I can't really choose neighbor. between the two. Yeah, yeah. The Je- the, well, I think the Jets are worse. Jets, I think the, the Jets, Jets are, are worse, worse, man. The Jets are the worse. Jets are worse. The, okay, the Giants have a lot more excuses. The Jets have no excuses at this point. None at all. Uh, Washington Browns. I think it was, that was a game Cleveland should have won. They won it. It was pretty, pretty close. I think Dwayne Haskins had through through three interceptions. He kind of had an awful game. I think the first really bad game I've seen of him so far. Hopefully he bounces back. I think he will. But yeah, that was that was pretty rough by Dwayne Haskins. I, yeah. I watched a lot of that on Red Zone, and uh, mm-hmm. it just seemed like he was. Making, I mean, but the, Cle- the Cleveland throws. was throwing away that game too, man. Like they, they were, they let the 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 the, the Washington football team was around. They they took around, hung around to like the fourth quarter. Yeah, I think uh, Cleveland will probably miss the playoffs again this year unless they figure it out. But I don't really know what's going on in Baker Mayfield. May I, well, I guess new coach. You know, I'll yeah. give him a little bit more time for a write him out. But they they haven't impressed me so far. No, not at all. Bengals Eagles, the first tie of the season. What an awful oh my game! God. What the most boring game of the fucking week. Right I here. hated this game. I hated this game. I had fantasy implications, so I watched a lot of it. And boy, Joe Burrow played decent. If he had some protection, man, they would have won this game. He was yeah. thirty-one for forty-four, three hundred twelve yards, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Eagles offense looks like total shit. It looked yeah, terrible. awful. Let me see the Eagles. Carson Wentz. 220 he threw he threw 47 times completed 29 225 uh one touchdown two interceptions they Man. ran the ball decently i would I'd give him that i mean miles sanders 18 carries 95 yards that awful man, man i don't know though they, they, he i don't want to call terrible. him a bust because he's played well before but man Not i think carson good. carson wentz is on his last leg there in philly um Raiders Pats, that was a decent game. I think it was a classic New England game. Just always beating you over the head. Scored way more points. Cam played okay. Yes, it it was a lot more entertaining. I think like once at the end of the second quarter, it was very yeah. very slow moving. Um, yeah. Rex Burkhead was like the fantasy sleeper. Oh of the my week. god! Yeah, yeah. Uh, Moving on, we had the oh my god for the third straight week in a row the Atlanta Falcons lose oh, after being up. That was so fun to watch. They gave that, up that twenty quarter. points in the fourth quarter. Dude, I thought this game was over three times in the fourth quarter when uh when so Nick Foles comes in for Mitch Trubisky. I think that Mitch is done in Chicago for the foreseeable future unless Nick Foles has a horrible injury, but. Nick Foles throws a touch that looks like a touchdown to Allen Robinson in the end zone, but it turned out to be an interception. After that, I thought the game was over. Yeah. But then Ryan Fitzpatrick and the fucking Falcons offense. They down conversion, too? Yeah. Yeah. It was like they, they had awful, awful, awful things happen in the fourth quarter, and they still won. Yeah. It Insane. Was, I mean, the Falcons are on the ropes, man. If This, this is going to happen again. 
Because I, I had a feeling the whole time, though, when it was still 26-10, like, after the Bears fucked up on those plays and Atlanta didn't cash in at least one more time, I'm like, the Bears are going to come back. And Nick Foles looked... You know that interception was such a fifty-fifty thing. Yeah, anyway. it was a fifty-fifty like, ball. I wouldn't. I really don't. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't really put that interception on him. Yeah. That was just a play by the receiver. Yeah. I mean, the, by the cornerback. From what I saw, Bulls look great. Way better than Trubisky. Oh yeah. Uh, and the Bears are three and zero. Man, I think the Bears are in prime position to take that little second spot in the in the playoffs. From, yeah. Uh, I don't know who that. they play next week, but I know they have um, the Bucks on Thursday night and Week Five. And that should be a really good game, especially yeah. with it being like the Brady Full storyline. That should be mm-hmm. fun to watch. Uh, then we have, I think, this game to me. Look, you can look at it two ways. Rams Bills. I think the Rams won this. Should have won this game. I think the they, the referees totally stole this game from the Rams. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't have called that penalty, but I do. In the replay, it probably is a penalty. But let me so see. I don't, I'm I looking don't at, hate I'm it. Look at it one more time. But I think it's a little ticky tacky, especially on the deciding play of the game. It's pretty ticky tacky. Yeah, I agree. And the ball was way off. Like it looked like yeah, the it was it was uncatchable, route, man. Honestly, yeah. So either the receiver ran the wrong route, or Josh Allen just completely sailed that. On the, how I I don't see the penalty on that man. I really just don't see it. I'm watching it right now. I don't see that ball was so over his head, He's got his man. Hands on him for like eight, nine yards. But yeah, it was really far over his head, and it looked like the receiver was gonna run the opposite direction because like Josh Allen's throwing it in the back corner of the guns uh, in the left corner, and the receiver to me looked like he was running um, like in like an in route, right? Yeah, yeah. I have that right. Yeah. Yeah, he was so running. He was running into in the middle of the field. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of it's. I would definitely feel a different way if I was a Rams fan. I can see the call. I can see that, yeah, his mm-hmm. hands are on him. But it's a lot, It's the deciding play of the game. That's kind of bullshit yeah. to me. You just got to let him play at that point. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, anyways, Bills won. Bills are 3-0. Rams 2-1. I still like the Rams a lot. A lot. I think they showed to me that they're they're a playoff team. Yeah, they showed a lot of character. They, uh, yeah. They, that was... A time where they could have given up on Sean McVay and they didn't, so I'm mm-hmm. gonna officially go on the record and say I was wrong. This team is not quitting on Sean McVay this year. Um, then we have this. Uh, uh, I am shocked that the Texans are three and are zero and three. They lose the Steelers twenty-one to twenty-eight. I'm not just. I, I honestly just don't know what's wrong with this. I think the offensive line is giving them a problems for Houston. Yeah, they're I, not getting a good running game. I don't even think I don't think the the Steelers are that good either. I think the Steelers are a, a mediocre team, but man, the Texans I, I just, are just they just got fucked with the schedule. Um, yeah, I, they have another. I mean, the Vikings are obviously struggling too, but they get the Vikings next week, who are zero and three. Who's probably like between them and the Texans, those are the two best zero and three teams yeah. that we have. They're better than most one and two teams, so it's it's just a rough road for them. I didn't expect them to to be able to sneak into the playoffs this year anyway because i just think they had too much overhaul in the offseason and yeah they just they they downgraded in my opinion i mean indianapolis is two and one in second place in that division i don't see them catching up anytime soon but the steelers man three and oh and they're not playing that great now i think uh i think they'll only get better but yeah 
they have been I think they've been pretty fortunate to get to three and zero. I mean the Giants yeah. win was convincing, but uh the last two weeks have been um probably closer than they needed to be for a team that probably should be playing a bit better themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh then we have again the Vikings own three losing thirty one to thirty against the Titans. That was my funny. boy. My boy Steven Kankowski six for six field goals he hit i he scored me 25 points in the fantasy this week insane insane what a great week for me <laughs> uh but yeah i mean fight uh, I, I don't know man kirk cousins is just terrible <laughs> yeah the viking davin cook looked great justin jefferson yeah. looked great for the vikings yeah justin jefferson's looked really good i liked him coming out of lsu uh in the draft yeah he's picked it up very um, quickly but yeah, the mm-hmm. Titans without AJ Brown have been able to figure shit out. I forget who their their guy is that um I have to look up the stat. Raymond. Oh yeah, what was it Raymond Calais or something like that? Khalif or... Raymond. Khalif Raymond. That kid yeah. was catching some big balls, big old yeah. meaty balls, all day. They won on the back of uh, their kicker, which is always a great thing to see. Yeah, Titans are three now. As well. Times three now, yeah, they looking like they're gonna clinch that division easily. Yeah, they've had some really close calls though. I think all the teams that they played are like pretty bad to below average. Like they yeah. snuck by Denver, they snuck by Jacksonville, they snuck by Minnesota. So, but they're in a weak division, yeah. so it might not matter for them. Then we have a a boring game: uh, Panthers Chargers, twenty-one to sixteen. Panthers Chargers should have won this game. Yeah, Herbert came back to earth. Yep, Herbert. I think we got finally got some film on him, but he, he threw the ball forty nine times. Jeez, not good. Not good. And he he was thirty five for forty nine, three thirty, one touchdown, one interception. They couldn't run the ball on this on this Carolina defense. Austin Eckler was twelve for fifty nine, but they came. They were really close at the end with that lateral play. Keenan no, Allen, if if Austin Eckler would have made that uh would have ca- caught that last pitch, it was a touchdown. It was Damn. a touchdown. Yeah, I was really hoping the Chargers would win that and send the Panthers to 0-3. But the uh, Chargers play the Bucks next week, and I'm honestly not that worried about them. I mean, I, you shouldn't be. Their defense is hobbling right now yeah, with no Melvin, Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram out, yeah. Yeah, Melvin out. And then we have uh, the one of the worst teams ever created. Uh, one of the worst Ooh. teams ever put together. Jets lose 7-36 to to the Colts. Why? How Adam Gase is still the head coach right now in the as in New York? I have no idea. Just fucking fire him, dude. We all know you're gonna fire him. Just get rid of him now. Yeah. yeah why are they dragging? Sam us Darnold. Out? Sam Darnold looks like a shell of the what he was when he was drafted. I am so mad at that. The I hate the Jets. They must I be. hate the Jets. I hate them. I I've always hated the Jets, but mo- now more so than ever because I really like Sam Darnold coming out of USC. I think he still has potential to be a starting quarterback. But man, he looked. He he just looks. He has spurts. He has like, like that one touchdown he threw was a great play by him. But other than that, he looks like a shell of what he once was. Where do you think so he sad. goes? Assuming the Jets uh, draft Trevor Lawrence, where do you think he goes? Sam Darnold. Hmm. I gotta know, man. I gotta. I, I gotta see what's going. I think if Philip Rivers stays. If Philip Rivers has stayed, I think if Philip Rivers doesn't retire, I think Indianapolis would be a good spot for him. He just needs someone 
who's just going to coach him and be his friend. Like, he just needs, like, a Sean McVay type. You know, he needs, like, someone who's, like, on his level, kind of understands, where like, where he's been. I'm not sure what team that is. Maybe it's – maybe if – honestly, I think the Vikings should just fire Mike Zimmer at this point. I was so? like, yeah, I, I'm not. I think you've seen what he can do. He's he his offense is is like the way he coaches is not the way the league is going. You're going against the flow. Right. I just don't. I just don't see him working there. I mean, I honestly, I think they should just get rid of him, hire some young coach, or hire a coach who like like uh, Brian Schottenheimer out of uh, the Seahawks. He's gonna be a uh, the offensive yeah. coordinator for the Seahawks. He's gonna be. He's lining up to be the next big head coach, uh, fish for uh, in the offseason. Wherever he goes, from, uh, Kansas City. If Andy Reid plans on sticking it out for a while, I think it's Eric Bielheim or something. Bellamy. I think he's uh, going to stay there. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. I think him and Andy Reid have some agreement to where, right. and when once Andy's done, he's taking over. Like that's why. That's why I think we didn't see him get any interviews. I just think he probably turned them all down. Right. He has a pretty good job right now, coaching. I mean, the best quarterback <laughs> yeah they locked my homes up for 10 years so really yeah. i don't see andy re-coaching for another 10 years so he's he's gonna yeah. be landing in a pretty good situation when he gets the yeah. call he just i just he just needs a coach who's confident i, I think adam gase is confident in all the wrong ways like he, he's he's like an arrogance he doesn't need an arrogant coach he needs someone who's going to be there for him he, uh, sam darnold still to me has potential to be a great starting quarterback in this league. He has all the tools. He has the arm. He has the body. He just needs someone to develop it. And I, Adam, and when the Jets hired Adam Gase, I was shocked, and I knew that was going to be a bad thing for Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold is a down-the-field thrower, and Adam Gase is a dinky-dunky coordinator. So Yeah. I wonder if uh, – Oh, you know what place could work? Tampa Honestly, <laughs> Tampa Bay would be nice, but I think New Orleans, if – if it looks like Breeze is out, and I don't think Jameis is, do you think, do you think Jameis is going to start for the for the Saints sometime at some point, at some point this season? If Breeze is hurt, but no, they're like Breeze is still gives New Orleans the best chance to win. I mean, Jameis, it's really a wild card. He's fun to watch, but but at least he pushes the ball downfield. Yeah. He does, but that sometimes is great. Sometimes it kills you. You, you never know when he's going to make the right decision. He's, at least Breeze mm-hmm. makes some good decisions, but I don't think Jameis. Jameis can come in and ra- like rack off two or three wins in a row, but eventually those turnovers are going to come back to bite you. He's just yeah. He is what he is at this point. Now, let me throw a little scenario before we get on to the rest of the games. Um, you're the Jets. You have the first-round pick, and a team offers you – their first round pick this year, uh, their their first. They, uh, let, me, let me think of a team who has more than one first round pick. Um, if all right, if any team offers you the, their first round pick, say it's like a team in the eight eight to ten, they offer you the first round pick, the, all their second round picks, some third round picks, and some picks next year. Do you take it if you're the Jets? Uh, yeah, they need help all over the field. And if you, if they believe in Sam Darnold, then um, then that makes it a pretty easy decision. But they they're I don't know I don't know if they're gonna believe in Sam Darnold though. And, and at that yeah. point, you, if, yeah. it depends on if they're sold on Trevor Lawrence or not. At number one, if they like another quarterback better, then yeah, I think you trade down, you stack up as many picks as you can get because they need help everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. They look terrible in all facets of the game. Yeah. So 
they just I think it's uh, it's definitely something I think the Jets are going to be thinking about if they do end up with the third with the first prime pick with the first pick in the draft. Yeah, it's just unbelievable that they have to blow it up again. Yeah, it's, it's pretty mean, disgraceful. I mean, because like, what can you get for Sam Darnold at this point? Like, what a seventh round pick? Like, you're not going to get shit for him. Yeah, I mean, you, you could probably get a team to like create a a day two pick, maybe. If they yeah, believe. I think if that, but, I don't know, man. I don't. I think a lot of teams are just going to like wait it out because there's not really any team in a dire quarterback situation yet i don't think i mean there's some people that can definitely choose to i think i think the vikings are in a dire quarterback situation yeah they might i think be. the vikings I, I i think like kirk cousins i think is their biggest problem <laughs> but they'll probably be in a good position to draft somebody like yeah, they can draft their own guy. They don't necessarily need and there's, to there's, swing there's for like, for San Darnold. I, I think this this quarterback draft is pretty deep. Uh, I think Justin Fields is really good. That guy coming out of um, North Dakota State, I think his his draft stock is jumping up depending on how he does the rest of the season. But I think if you if I think Justin Fields is a really good second pit quarterback coming off the board for any team. Yeah, I like he's definitely the way the league is going. He's athletic. He throws. He has a great deep ball. I'll be honest. I like him I a lot. like Justin Fields more than Trevor Lawrence personally. I know that Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence will go first, but I I like Justin Fields more. I think just Trevor Lawrence is a better passer. It just a, he throws the ball. He's he is he was made in the football lab. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's no not, it's very close between the two. But yeah. I would I would prefer I guess just with I think of it through the lens of like my team, and I would probably I could see Justin Fields having more success with our personnel than. Um, mm. Trevor Lawrence, but that may not be the case for, you know, a lot of other teams. Mm. Uh, moving on, Cowboys Seahawks, great game. Russell yeah. Wilson is so good, dude. This is probably he's his MVP awesome. Year. Yeah, this it seems is like it. They're really pushing that narrative, and he deserves yeah. it. He's the dude, insane. Let me read his stats. Russell Wilson, twenty-seven for 40, 315, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. And the no, none of their runners eclipsed a hundred yards. It was just all air raid offense. DK Metcalf had that awful play, but to me, he uh, as far uh, minus that play, he looks like he has been in the league for like five years at this point. He's yeah. only in the second year. He looks so mature. Other than that one play, I, I you know that's just a, that's that that to me was like oh he's still in the second year, what, but. Yeah. The way he he's the number one receiver man on the outside. He has stepped up to that position. He is everything and everything like they said in the draft. He looks fantastic. Great. Yeah, DK Metcalf looks like uh, he could be one of the next top five receivers in the NFL. Yeah, at, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Yeah, Seahawks look incredible this year. I mean, they they still got some shit to figure out on defense, but if yeah. they can get that sorted out. I mean, even then, the offense is so good. It's like Kansas City from the last few years. I mean, they're just going to put up like 30-plus every game, it seems like. That's what they've done so yeah. far. So. Their running game worries me a little bit. Chris Carson went out with an injury. Yeah, but other than dirty that, play, I thought. Yeah, yeah. For, oh, yeah, dirty play. That alligator death roll. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Um, but, Super yeah, I, like, I, really, I am a big fan of the Seahawks going forward. Russell Wilson is my fantasy quarterback. So I will be rooting for the Seahawks all season. Yeah. Yeah, he had a, what do you have for you, like 36 points or something like 36 that? 36 points, yep, yeah, 36 yeah. points. Insane. Uh, then we, uh, this game was a little bit of a surprise for me. Lions-Cardinals. I thought this yeah. was a lock for the Cardinals, but I guess not. I think, uh, again, like, 
Kyler Murray is looks like he is like at some in some plays he looks like he's a vet. Some plays he looks like he's a rookie. He had some pretty bad interceptions this game. Should have had more. But he had a really good run in. Uh, I think it was like one of their early touchdowns in the first quarter where he like he did like two moves and then he like went to the outside and got the touchdown. He just he has some great flashes. I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray. Not a good game from him. Matt Stafford played like a veteran, and that de- that Lions defense came through. Yeah, the Lions aren't great, but they're not bad enough to the point to where they can yeah. pull out some big wins every. They're now a good then. nine and seven team. I think they should yeah. win nine games. Yeah, they had their their backs against the wall too, so they had to yeah, win they this. Need, and they did. They had to win this game, yeah. And the Cardinals are still two and one. I think their Cardinals are in a fine position still. I think this game is just. Uh, just a little learning curve. They should have won this game. They're at home. They should. Yeah, it's tough game. with Seattle winning too, because you never know yeah. what's gonna. And and San Francisco won as well, so yeah. they, this is a pretty rough loss for them. But it's, yeah, you know, they're young. They're figuring it out. Yeah. Uh, Bucks Broncos. This game was uh, totally Snoozer. boring. Snoozer. Buccaneers. It was a snoozer. Buccaneers should have won. They won handily. Defense Not much to say. Great. Yeah, I picked up the the, the uh, best pickup I had in I think this fantasy season. I picked up their defense, and I think I'm going to stick with them for another. I think for the next couple of games because they yeah. play the Chargers next. Outside of and, one drive, they they played exactly how they should have played that game. I know the Broncos yeah. had tons of injuries and they had backups in there and all. And that, yeah, I mean, like I can't fault the Broncos for being shit. Like they're just decimated all over the place. Yeah. But it was still. It's nice to see the like. I'm so used to backup quarterbacks just lighting the Bucks up and like having the game of their career, and for the Bucks to actually step up and dominate as and they do should. what they're supposed to do. Yeah, like that. Yeah. That that to me is like a what makes a, that's like a really good sign for any team that's supposed to be good is when they defeat bad teams like they should, like 28 to 10. Like that is a uh, you just uh, inflicted your will on them. Like that's that's exactly what should have happened, and that's a good sign. Yeah, they basically the had the game on ice after the first half, and that was good. Yeah. Yep. Then we got Packers Saints in the Monday and Sunday night. It was a good game. It was a good shootout between the two quarterbacks. And mm-hmm. again, Aaron Rodgers, you put him in a, you put him in the Superdome with no fans. You put him in any any state, any indoor stadium with no fans. He's gonna win. He's I'm gonna sorry. He's gonna light you up. Yeah. The fuck. Aaron Rodgers is continues. playing insane. Twenty one for thirty two. 283 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. And, and a, Alvin Kamara played out of his fucking mind. Yes. He is uh, also on my fantasy team. Yeah. <laughs> 13 receptions for 130, 139 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, with old noodle arm Drew there. Like <laughs> Just the dinky dunky. Yep. Dinky dunky. Dinky dunky Drew. Dinky dunky Drew. <laughs> but, uh, and the Saints are one and two, man. Second place in their division. They got to turn it around sooner rather than later, I think. They got to get a good win going. We'll see. I'm not sure who they play week four, but we'll get to it. Um, then we had Monday Night Football, which, which should have been a be- the best game of the, the week. Disappointing. The Chiefs just uh, proved to everybody, yeah, we're the Super Bowl favorites. Don't even think about the, the Ravens at this point. Yeah, I mean, the the offense, from what I saw, looked like shit. I honestly didn't watch too much of this game because of the lightning game last night. But mm-hmm. I saw enough. Mahomes looked great. Uh, the Baltimore defense and offense looked shitty. I mean, they did almost come back in the third. I thought, okay, this might become a game, but, yeah, but Mahomes the shut Ravens that down. Def- yeah, it's just whenever, like, 
they when the Chiefs spread everybody out and they have everybody running routes, they always forget that Patrick Mahomes is somewhat of an athlete and he can run. He, yeah. he it's like he's gonna get those first downs. He's gonna run in for those touchdowns. They're designed so well. I mean, everyone yeah. is so fast in their. And that defense court. is gonna get better each week. Let me tell you. I think that defense is going to get way better. They played a really good game. I mean, they held the Ravens to twenty points. That like, yeah, that, 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 that's a very rare occurrence. Yeah, I mean, they made Lamar Jackson look awful. <laughs> yeah, they they really. Did. He threw for ninety seven yards. Just terrible, terrible game. Awful. I don't, I don't really pin it on Lamar either, though, because it's just everyone on Baltimore yeah. played bad. Yeah. It was really only special teams is where Baltimore. They had a they, they had a really good first drive. And they got up to, I would say, let's say the 10-yard line. It was fourth and three, and they decided to kick it. Mm. That, to me, you can't do that against the Chiefs, man. you got to score touchdowns. Like, the the thinking is, like, oh, we're going to get three points here. And then, like, what? The Chiefs are going to just march down, score a touchdown, and then you're going to stall out, and you're going to be down 14-3. You can't bank on getting a stop against the Chiefs. Yeah, you can't bank on it. you got to – look, if you say – like, you have Lamar Jackson – and your offense is dynamic enough to where you can get three yards. You can't get three yards. If it's fourth and three against you the Chiefs. Go and you got to go for it. And you got to go for it. And you're in, and you're you in the red zone. It. And you're yeah. in the red zone. You got to go for it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think if, as, if you're within the 45-yard line and you got fourth and three against the Chiefs, you got to go for it. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is because they're going to fucking ramp. They're going to score on you all over the place. Um... Let me see. Uh, did I have anything else to say about this game? Not really. I think the Chiefs just totally just uh, manhandled them. They just looked like the better team. Oh, my question was: I, a lot of people in the sports sporting world said, like, one, I'm not sure who said it, but do you think the the Chiefs just closed up home field advantage for the playoffs with that win? Um, it's still so early. Let me look at the other teams in the AFC though, just to make sure. I mean, yeah, I don't see Pittsburgh and the Titans keeping pace, even though they're three and zero. Um, looking at, I'm the, I'm not entirely sold on the Bills yet, but mm-hmm. the Bills could have something to say about that. The Patriots, I'm also not ruling out, especially mm-hmm. with them playing next week. If the Patriots beat the Chiefs, that changes the conversation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and I think the Patriots could beat the Chiefs. I don't think they will, but there's there's a chance. All right. All right, I agree. I agree. I think it's still a little too early to say that, but um, I think that was a big game for the. I think the Ravens just lost a really big game. I think it's yeah. going to hurt them down the later later down the season. I kind of I thought that they might they played really well the first two weeks, but I do have a feeling they're in for a bit of a reality check this year, where they still make the playoffs, but mm-hmm. they uh, it's going to be a little uglier. Yeah, uh, I'm going to take a quick. I got to go take a quick PP break, so we'll be back. Moving on. To week four. Are you oh, ready for Thursday night? Uh, are you ready for the greatest Thursday night football game of all time? Uh, by the way, me and uh, this was the, uh, we, we did our picks from last week. I had the Pats. You had the Raiders. We both had the Rams. We both had the Seahawks. We both I, had, I the had, the had the Packers. You had the Pats? Okay. I had the Pats. You had the Pats. Pats. And we both had the Ravens, right? I think so. Yeah. I think we both picked the Ravens. Yeah. That, was our, that was our one loss. Yeah. We're pretty good. We're doing nice. pretty good so far. Um, Thursday night football. This has to be the worst Thursday night football game of all time. This is awful. I am. Not I can't watching. think. I am not watching this. Fuck you couldn't pay me that. to watch this game. No. 
Oh my god. So and then people thought the Dolphins Jaguars game was bad. This is terrible. Yeah, no. This is really is bad. Movie night. Yeah, Fuck. Thursday night is definitely movie night. Ugh. Let me see here. We got Saints Lions. I think is a good game. This is a big game for both teams. Yeah. I think this... I, I I'm gonna take the Saints here. Yeah, uh, I would win. say Saints twenty eight Lions fourteen. But I think it's a, I think it's gonna be more. It's gonna be a competitive game. Yeah, I'm gonna go Saints twenty six, Lions twenty three. I think this is one where it kind of hangs in the balance for a little bit too long, and the Saints win, but no one's feeling good about them. All right. But we don't know if Michael Thomas is gonna come back or not because he's he's still week to week, right? He is still week to week. I don't think he's gonna play this game. Okay. I wouldn't play him this early. Let him rest. Yeah. Um. Here's Steve. another good game, Jaguars Bengals. Uh, <laughs> That's an awful Battle of the pretty... cats. <laughs> Battle of the cats. It's in. I I I'm gonna predict Joe Burrow. I'm not gonna give a score, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict Joe Burrow gets his first win here. Yeah, I think so too. I think they're they're due. They were. I thought they were gonna win last game and uh, yeah. didn't happen. Um, Steelers and Titans looks like a good game. Two three no teams. Yeah, that's gonna be a good game. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the Titans here. Actually, I don't. You know what? I'm gonna go with the Steelers in this. I'm gonna go for Steelers with the upset. Yeah, I'm gonna. And go I think it's gonna be really close. I think I'm gonna go 17-13. It's gonna be low Ooh. scoring. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh twenty-eight, Titans twenty-one. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh wins too. All right. Uh, Browns Cowboys. I think this is a big game for the Cowboys and the Browns. Yeah. The Cowboys can't go th- one and three, and and Cleveland, if they want to stay in this division and they want to make the playoffs, they can't go two and two here. Good game. I, I'm going to take the Cowboys in this. They're home. Cowboys coming off a loss. They're playing the Browns. They can't lose, right? I think the Browns are going to win. I think the Browns oh. win 37-31 in overtime. <sighs> wow, 37-31. OT OT Browns. Mm-hmm. I think they do it. I think the the Cowboys defense is just not inspiring a lot of confidence right now. Um, and the Browns, I think, will just run all over them. I'm gonna go 31, 24 Cowboys. Yeah, that one will be interesting. All right, we got. Who else we got? Mm. Cardinals Panthers, I think, is a big game for the Cardinals if they want to stay in that division. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a score on that. I think the Panthers uh, win though. They're in, they're in, uh, they're at the Panthers for that. So we'll see. Um, Colts and Bears. Page? Do you want to do that one or? Uh, yeah. God, I'm not really that interested. They just technically have good records. Honestly, that's a coin flip game for me. Yeah, I'll be interested to see how Foles plays. Though I'm not yeah. terribly interested. Yeah. Uh, Patriots Chiefs. I think that's going to be a good game. Despite I think the Chiefs going to win this game. I think it's going to be pretty competitive. Um, I'm going to say Chiefs. Thirty-eight. Pats. Twenty-seven. I hyped up uh, New England having a chance in this game, but I think Kansas City will step up to the plate and blow them out. I think it'll be Kansas City 41, New England 21. 
Mm-hmm. I like how that Kansas City defense has been playing this year. Me too. They arguably got the the win against LA. Kansas City's defense has really been stepping up. I don't yeah. think they've allowed more than 20 points in a game this year. I think every game has been 20, 20, 20. Now, I'm going to say this game. I'm not going to give a score for this game, but I think put the Bills in an upset upset alert here. Just uh, watch this game. Bills, Raiders. Bills are at Las Vegas. I think the Bills are due for an upset. Yeah, they should have should have lost this Sunday. So yeah. I could see. And I can see. I think Vegas has been playing pretty decent. I mean, yeah, me too. They're not playing awful, and they're gonna be playing at home. Yeah, and they did play really good against the Saints at home. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, then we have a stinker of a Sunday night game. I'm not watching this Eagles. I mean, either Eagles 49ers. If the Eagles lose this, man, it's over. It's over. Eagles cannot lose. They cannot lose this game. 49ers are without <laughs> all of, all their best players, yeah, including Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I think so. they just lost Jordan Reed too to an ankle. Yeah, game. they lost. Yeah, so. like if the Eagles lose, man. If the Eagles lose, man, I'm gonna throw it up to the 49ers coaching staff for putting together a really good roster. <laughs> yeah, right. No doubt. I mean, how deep is that team? Or, or just how yeah. lucky are they to be playing the Jets, Giants, and Eagles in consecutive weeks and their yeah. uh, their most injured. Yeah, and I will say, I will say, I like the 49ers backup quarterback Nick Mullins. He is a good backup. He he's a really good backup, and I think to me, he I'm the least worried about the quarterback's position for the 49ers. It's just their defense is decimated. Their skill player, I'm not sure if George Kill is going to play. Debo Samuel is not going to play. Man, that is a like I feel so bad for the 49ers. They really didn't deserve any of (laughs) any of that. They the Eagles got to win. Who? Yeah, yeah, the Eagles based off of the talent on that team and the schedule that they've had they should be going into this game two and one for sure two and one they should win this based off the situation if they don't it's that team's gonna start giving up yeah i mean like it's not gonna just give it up i think carson wentz is done i think i think you might see jalen hurts yeah doug p i don't it's got to be kind of on him at some point. Yeah, yeah. But again, he did win a Super Bowl with the Eagles not too re- like for pretty recently. I like. I'm not sure how much you. I don't think Doug Peterson is in a position where he's going to lose his job. But I just I think like the hot seat will be turned on just a bit if they don't win this game. I don't think Doug Peterson is going to be fired from the Eagles. I think he's got to win. At least five. Or I don't think he's coaching for his job. his job. I'll just say that I don't think I, he's well, coaching for his I think, job. I don't think he'll get fired during the year. But if mm. this team is like a two or three win team at the end of the year, I think it's heavily talked about. Mm. I agree with that. Alan. Then we have. A, I think this Monday Night Football game is going to be a little underrated. Falcons Packers. I think the Falcons are are a fun team. Like they're gonna they're gonna put up points. I think their offense is like pretty decent, and and I think the Packers. I think this is gonna be a pretty close. I don't think it's gonna be close, but I think it's gonna be entertaining. I think it's gonna be a shootout for the first half. Can so we, I'm gonna go go for it. I was gonna say, can we also add a tiebreaker to this uh to this prediction and try to figure out how much of a lead the Falcons are gonna blow in the fourth quarter? Ah, uh, that's a good one. All right, I'm gonna go Packers. 41 Falcons 24 and I would say they had a 24 point lead going into 
going to the third quarter. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I like that. I like that. I'm going to say the Packers win 33-20, to 20, and the Falcons have a 10-point lead midway through the third quarter. All right. What'd you, I'm sorry. What was the score again for you? Uh, 33-20 final score. I think the Packers run up 23 unanswered on them All right. in the second half. All right, those are the picks of the week for us. Um, I think this is a okay week for football. Nothing crazy. No big matchups like there was uh, this week. Um, There's a couple good ones, but yeah, I, I think yeah, another some good, sleeper good games here. Another good red zone. I thought red zone was awesome this week. Oh yeah, red zone is great. I think this is going to be a good red zone week. Yeah, I will be watching my Dolphins play the Seahawks. I think that game is going to be a little closer than people think. A little closer. I think I think it could be a bit of a shootout. Um, Me too. I think that'll be interesting. Chargers Bucks probably mm-hmm. going to be pretty boring as well. Yeah, I think, yeah. If the Bucks should do, it should be another twenty-eight to ten victory for the Bucks there. Yeah, they just got they're continuing to work on their chemistry, but the the mm-hmm. Bucks should have their first interesting game since week one. Uh, and I will say, Gronk played pretty. Uh, from what I saw, he looked a little uh, looked a little bit more lively. Yeah, him and OJ Howard were a lot more involved, and they probably will be this week because Godwin yeah. uh, tweaked his hamstring, so he he might be yeah. out this next game. I wouldn't rush him back. Well, I think that's. Uh, do you have anything else you want to bring up, Nick? Uh, or is, no, is this is this the sign off? Thanks for listening. Sign off. Yeah, um, you're coming on. Should we uh, cross promote oh. your appearance on Creative Indifferences coming up? Probably in like three or four weeks, based off of yeah. how we release our episodes. But uh, I will be on Creative the Creative Indifferences podcast. Um, I'll be talking about my uh, pitch for the Dr. Anthony Fauci biopic. Oh, that's what it is. I I didn't know what it was. That's gonna be no. Like, it's not gonna be that. Oh. It's a. Uh, it's it's not that. But I I wanted it to be that. Colton turned me down. Yeah, you know he's like that. He's a, he's. <laughs> Look, Doctor Anthony Fauci. He's an interesting man. He's, he's afraid a... of taking any gambles. Uh, understandably so. We don't really have much to gain from risking uh, talking about that. But we also don't have anything to lose. So. And Colton is a huge pandemic guy. So. He yeah, Colton like is, yeah, Colton, big Trump guy, hates <laughs> hates all the libtards. Yeah, oh. if you actually if you uh, watch uh, Red Zone streams on uh, Crack Streams, um, you can actually see a lot of uh, Colton comments about um, <laughs> Trump and Breonna Taylor and Sleepy Joe. <laughs> That's all him. That's all Colton. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you. We'll see you back next week. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes and share it with a friend or two who likes a good sport. Goodbye.